We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, a.k.a. Blender Ed. Blender HD, if you want to follow me on Twitter. And it's Friday, August 26th. And it's not Fighting Friday. We're not fighting on Fridays, of course, because we don't have an, uh, an MMA slate. Uh, the UFC is off uh, this weekend. So uh, a little less work for me. So no Ground and Pound podcast, uh, but we do have... Uh, all the MMA stuff in our in our premium. If you want to get the combo premium, when when UFC we got a UFC card next week. I mean, it's, most weeks is a UFC card, and you get all the other sports with it. You get the NFL, you get the NBA, you get the MLB. You get access to all the tools, the resources, the content, the premium shows. Our premium Discord, right? Go go get in our uh, premium Discord. Uh, I'm uh, I'm doing now uh, later today a uh, a uh, coaching session later tonight for for premium members so if uh, if you join our discord and uh, my blenders game theory channel it's a premium channel for premium members only i'll be doing uh i, I do I, I answer anything you want in there so we talk the strategy anything not related specifically to a slate uh you know math statistics probability anything anything you want in there and uh, i also like two three maybe four sometimes four times a month do these little group coaching sessions you get to come on on zoom Right. And get on audio, get on video, share your screen, ask whatever you want. Right. Walk through some things, what, what, whatever it is. It's not recorded. Right. Kind of private. So you can you can air your dirty laundry if you want. You can show your real results. And uh, and then I take care of you. And a, a lot of people get uh, gets good stuff out of that. A little bit more, a little bit more handholding than than on this show where it's, you know, just dealing with the YouTube chat. I see you guys. What does Suki Singh, David Buchanan. <laughs> Mr. Richard, uh, Mr. Richard says, "But last time on here before you go back to work on Monday. What? Why are you going back to work, Mr. Richard? Why are you going back to work? I mean, you could. Why don't you watch it at work? You can listen to it at work. Put in your little earbuds, listen to it at work. Eleven o'clock Eastern on weekdays. I don't know what he does for a living. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's a doctor, right? Maybe he's a, maybe maybe he's an open heart surgeon. Maybe you shouldn't be listening to the show if you're if you're taking care of that or something like that, right?" You're an astronaut or something. I don't know. Maybe it could be. It could be a cool job like that. Probably isn't. Probably just works in an office somewhere. And uh, yeah, oh, he teaches. That's what he says in the chat. He te- okay. So you can't really do that while uh, 
You can't really teach while listening. You can teach my stuff. You can teach my stuff if you want. You can teach the theory of daily fantasy sports. It's a 15-hour audio DFS masterclass you can pick up at theoryofdfs.com. How to think like a professional DFS player, right? This will be this will be the last the last day. I mean, it's it's still available, obviously. Uh, the the, the fun, what I'm calling the fundamentals masterclass. Uh, go pick that up now before uh, before the advanced course comes out. Advanced course sh- uh, should come out on Monday, if not on Monday, then Tuesday, right? It's going to be either Monday or Tuesday. So so that that will be available. Uh, it's uh, it, it builds upon all the concepts in this first course of how to think like a professional DFS player, and uh, this course is more. The advanced course is more how to apply those concepts. So uh, a, little, a little bit more detail, uh, a little bit more refinement, right? Maybe, maybe it's not, it's not as long, right? Because does it need to be, right? This is 15 hours. This 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 starts from the point that you you barely have played daily fantasy sports. You're familiar, right? You kind of, you know, fooled around in DraftKings or FanDuel in the apps. You kind of built some lineups here and there. And it's like, okay, well, haven't haven't played for that long. And the advanced course assumes that you play regularly. So if you if you're watching this show, right, that the advanced course the advanced course is is it's geared more to you. If you've, you've rarely ever played daily fantasy sports, or not, you haven't even gotten to like almost a near break even level, right? Then this first course, it, it, let, go through the basics first, right? The basic game theory concepts before then trying to go. Well, I'm just going to try to apply this stuff without actually even really un- even understanding understanding most of this stuff. So in the advanced course, that'll come out on Monday. We'll also include uh, seven, seven, well, tech, seven technically, even though the, 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 the simple lineup optimizer could be used for any sports. So it'll be different versions of it. So uh, you, you will get, you'll get some Excel tools. Uh, if you have Microsoft Excel or a Microsoft uh, 365 subscription, uh, you will, you will get the, uh, You'll get some easy efficiency tools, some stuff that you could probably get done in lineup HQ or kind of do yourself manually. But if you want to speed up the work, you want to speed it up. You might as well use Excel. If you don't have Excel, well, I guess you you can convert uh, these files to like numbers or Google Sheets. Uh, you'll you'll have to fix some things. I think I don't think I think I don't think it's directly convertible. But uh, you could try if you if you have a computer experience, you could do so. So at, at at this time, we don't have the 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 availability for like a numbers or a Google Sheets. I don't even know if Google Sheets can do some of the things that that we're doing in Excel. But uh, if you can, feel free feel free to go. It's it's open. It's I mean it's it's an it, these are Excel documents. They're they're open for you to, to to edit and do whatever you want with. If you're good at Excel and you go, oh, okay, I like this, but I want to display it differently, or I want to add my own functionalities to it, go go right ahead. Of course, we're not gonna. We're not gonna. We're not gonna support that, right? We're not gonna tag like, oh, you screw it up, but don't come to us crying when when something gets screwed up. Just down, just re-download the original file again from the course, and then then you get it from for its original intended use. And I showed some of those Excel tools over the past uh, couple of days this week, uh, like the portfolio trimmer and the correlation matrix, and uh, and you'll be, and even just like simple stuff is just <coughs> uh, putting in a putting a contest uh, CSV and just. Seeing the exposures of sharp players, right, and inspecting other people's lineups, like just simply being able to do that, or just me- hey, tracking your bankroll. I mean, some people, some people don't don't use Roto Tracker, right, which is which is a service and and, and a website for for uh, importing your CSVs and and tracking your play, segmenting with you know tons of different variables, different types of contests. You have all the fancy charts and the graphs, uh, but uh, but. Uh, after a certain amount of uh, of CSV entries, you you got to pay for it, okay? Which I don't mind because you know this is kind of what I do for a living, so it's a it's a business expense. But if 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 you don't if you don't if you want to be able to uh, you know still have you know fifty thousand rows, a hundred thousand rows, and uh, and track your bankroll or whatever, you'll be able to do that. Download your entry history CSV and then just plug it in, and it'll sh- it'll it'll show you all of that type of basic information, little graphs or anything like that. So to see how well you're doing in double ups versus GPPs, different sports, things like that, you know, not not advanced stuff, but uh, you know, if you're not tracking your play, then how do you know what what how, how do you know you're doing well in general? And also, you know, how do you know uh, you know? Oh, I don't realize I, I've been I've been entering these types of contests, and my ROI is so much better in these types of contests. So maybe I should be playing more of those types of contests. Like 
Sometimes you're not aware of these things. Mr. Richards says he teaches special ed, so highly unlikely to teach this to third graders. Why not teach it to third graders? Teach the theory of daily fantasy sports to third players, the third graders. Have them think like professionals, right? I, I don't know. They're, they, they, they can't even legally play, right? So what does it matter, right? Right, what are they, eight, nine, nine years old? Nine years old? I, I, they could play by proxy. Get the, get their get their moms and dads to sign up for DraftKings accounts, right? And then play 150 lineups. There you go. Te- teach them how to do that, Mr. Richard. Teach them how to do that. So uh, so uh, with no with no fighting Friday, there's no MMA or anything like that. I'm open to anything. I said yesterday, there's like a mailbag edition. So whatever you want to talk about in the YouTube chat, obviously give me those thummy thumbs first, right? Hit that thumbs up button. Like and subscribe, right? Hit that notification bell. Right, you'll have we'll have grinders live late, uh, later today on the channel, going over the MLB slate, uh, crunch time. Following that, we got tons of NFL stuff coming up. We got one, you know, two, two weeks from now, what a week and a half from now, a week and week and two days from now, it's just going to be it's going to be NFL Central. There'll be like you know multiple shows a day. There'll be content coming out, premium stuff. There'll be all it'll be NFL like there's no tomorrow. By by week six, we'll just be even sick about talking about the NFL because it's just going to be NFL, 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 and but hey. That's what that say. That's the most popular. It's the most popular daily fantasy sport, and uh, it's it's the one with the weakest fields, right? It's because it's the most popular. So I don't mind when NFL season comes around. It's money time. It's money time. Just hopefully you realize that money in like an eighteen week stretch or something, right? You don't get that many slates, right? You play an entire NFL season, even if you don't even include like the showdowns and stuff like that. You got like it's like playing MLB for three weeks. Like, I hope, I hope I bink in three weeks. Come on, come on. Especially first couple of weeks, you play some cash games. Sometimes you find some awful lineups. The, 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 the weakness of the fields in NFL are significant compared to the, the other sports. It's like, it's like night and day. But for cash games, typically it's only like maybe the first month, month, six weeks. By the time you get to the end of the season, typically the head-to-head lobby is just all sharper players anyway. So you got, you got to get in when the money is good. So get dip dip your feet in. So I don't I don't mind playing uh, cash games early in the NFL season. I don't even see see the thing about DFS is that I play DFS as a game. Yes, I yes I enjoy sports. Yes, I've always I've always enjoyed sports. I when I was younger when I was a teenager I followed sports religiously. All sports NFL MLB NHL right. I I, I followed hockey. I followed soccer. I followed whatever. Major League Lacrosse or something. I don't know. Whatever was on Sports Center, whatever was on ESPN, follow all the time. I played in season-long fantasy leagues in all the sports, right? I played rotisserie baseball. I played fantasy basketball. I played fantasy hockey, right? Obviously, fantasy football, tons of leagues, auction leagues, draft leagues, whatever, right? So it's, so it's not like I'm not a sports fan or anything like that. But now, you know, now at uh, 43 years old, like I, I view this more, this more as a game, right? I, I I will watch M- MMA. MMA I, I I've enjoyed for the past two years, so I, I do watch MMA and soccer. I'll always watch, so I, I never mind on on a Saturday morning putting on a soccer game. I never mind Sunday morning. Like I could watch soccer. I watch Champions League soccer. I don't need to make lineups. I don't I don't I don't need to bet on the games or anything. I I could always watch soccer. Everything else is kind of like like I, I get bored with. Like baseball, who's gonna watch baseball? Football games, standalone football games. Those Mondays and Thursdays and Sunday nights brutal brutal red zone i could deal with red zone it's like okay i care about my players the players that are in my lineups and then oh ding 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 uh, let's actually see the stuff that's going on and then basketball basketball makes me fall asleep right because basketball what does it matter until the last five minutes of the game so how do you watch basketball i'll I'll put on a basketball game maybe like the late game if i have a sweat or something like that so most of the time i'm not even watching many of these sports so whether or not nfl is back it doesn't really matter to me Right. It only matters to me when it comes to, you know, the first slate of the season. Right. So a lot of times I don't even know. I don't even know what player on what team until like a week before. Right. I, I haven't gotten to that point yet. I haven't got, I, I see, I see people doing those best ball drafts on Twitter and everything like that. Oh, I got this guy and that guy and that guy. And then, oh, I didn't know he was on the, his team. It's like, like that happened five months ago. It's like, well, is there a DFS slate? Like, no. Then what does it matter to me? And especially, you know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna use uh you know Roto Grinders projections or Cardi's Blitz projections, it's gonna do all the work for me anyway, right? Once I convert player names into numbers, it's like, well, what does it matter what the names are? Who cares? Let me just organize these numbers better than others, and did and with my intellectual brilliance, right? My my smarts, right? Game theory advantage, 
uh, to be profitable at a game. I like playing games, right? So once the NFL season comes around, I'll be like, oh, now I'll figure out what, what, what players on what team. MJC asked Blender, will you do something similar to your stupid Saturdays for NFL? No, I didn't do stupid Saturdays last year either, right? There's just, there's just so much. I do so much, right? I do this. Sh- I, I will be doing this show every day, Monday through Friday. We will be talking about NFL most of the days, right? Fridays we'll still have for MMA. Right, Mondays we'll still have Mondays with the cool, but Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays probably probably still be talking about NFL. So you can still ask whatever question, whatever stupid questions you could ask, you could ask then. Then I'm I'm probably doing a premium show. I'm probably going to be on a showdown show. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna still be doing the Theory of DFS podcast. I'm I'm, I'm I think I'm doing it like a like a like a late sweat show with Dean on Sunday afternoon. So like like how much how much ask the stupid questions whenever you want. Right. Because a lot of times, like last year, one of the main reasons I didn't do stupid Saturdays is because I would do that after I built my lineup. So like a lot of times for my multi-entry builds, I I'd, I'd do that. The base work of that, like Saturday afternoon or Saturday evening around, you know, once the once like the final kind of, you know, oh, let's see the injury report on Saturday afternoon. And then it's like, OK, let me take two or three hours. Let me really hold down. And a lot of times I'm building more than 150 lineups. Build all of that. And once I'm done, it's like, okay, now I can go on the stream. Now I'm done with my work of building lineups. I may adjust some stuff Sunday morning. And then now I can talk about it. Now people can ask, like, what did you do? It's like, oh, this is what I did. But I converted to building lineups primarily on Sunday morning now. So I'm not doing that on Saturday afternoons. Because why did did I do that? Two, like I made my, uh, two reasons. One, I made my process a lot more efficient that I could wake up on Sunday morning you know, about three hours before the slate, you know, 10 a.m. Eastern. And I could I could do all that. I could listen to the Roto Grinders shows in the morning. We'll have a bunch of them. And uh, and I could build my lineups, right? No problem. No problem there. And then also Saturdays became became MMA, UFC day, right? So UFC a lot of times is on, you know, six o'clock at night to like midnight or whatever. And I'm playing MMA, right? I play soccer in the morning, typically on Saturdays. And then that transitions into MMA, and I enjoy watching the MMA, so I'm not going to be doing the stream. So there you go. There's the reason. Seems seems pretty reasonable. Seems pretty reasonable to me. I'm on all the time. I'm all on the time. I think I started doing Stupid Saturdays before I was doing this uh, DFS pregame show. I think I was still on Roto-Grinder shows, so I'd still be on the showdown shows, and uh, I would do the the, the the advanced analytics show and occasionally be on Grinders Live or whatever. But that was before the this pregame show that I do 11 o'clock in the morning, like every Monday through Friday. Okay. So then, okay. Now, now here's, here's a place where you could ask me questions and, and talk about things. And a lot of times, since it's on my own stream, uh, I don't, I don't have to uh, adhere to any, any sense of uh, standards or practices. I'm not saying that RG has standards or practices, but I do have to realize that, that I'm being on the Roto Grinders channel and on the platform, I am in some way representing their brand. So it's not just me. So I can't just, you know, curse and moan and, and and yell at people and do stuff like that. I have to be a little bit nicer, a little bit nicer. That's what I try to be. I try to help where I can. Okay. I'm not, I'm not purposely, I'm not purposely being an asshole. I'm trying, I'm actually trying to help. And if sometimes help is me telling you like you're stupid, then that's, then that's the truth. I'm always going to tell you the truth. And sometimes the truth hurts. Right. And also I'm going to try to give an actual answer, not just make up an answer. What do you think of this? Like, what am I supposed to think of this? Like the, that is the, the response. There's no, there's no, do we play, do you play X or do you play Y? The, the, that doesn't exist in proper DFS strategy. So other than looking at the projections, like, dude, you make the decision. It depends on the lineup and the contest that you're playing and everything else. Should you play this guy or that guy? Well, I could read the projections to you. I could read the ownership to you. Other than now use that information to in whatever way you want to, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing, right? So do that. But that's, that's the, see, the thing is, that's the real answer. That's the, that's the real answer. I'm going to give you the real answer. MJ says you're a good dude. Okay. At least one person thinks that. Give me those, give me those thumbs. If you think I'm a good dude, hit that thumbs up button. Injustice 360 asks, feel free to type in your questions. This is only going to go as long as you, you ask questions in the YouTube chat. Remember, Fridays are typically for MMA. And since there's no MMA slate, I, I got, I got nothing for you. I got nothing for you, so it's it's up to you. This is your chance. This is your big chance, YouTube chat. Injustice three sixty says, "Will DK or FD have Millie Maker slates for the World Cup?" Now, Millie, not Millie Maker. No, 
not even close. FanDuel, who knows what they're gonna have? They can't even. They still have the you know the variant variable stuff in their in their their contest names. Pool size to first, you know they 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 they've given up, right? I don't know how many resources they're putting into DFS anymore. DraftKings, on the other hand, okay, but they're not not Millie. I think maybe maybe the the opening the large field contest for the opening World Cup slate maybe maybe fifty thousand a first, maybe a hundred thousand a first. It's gonna be tough. Since it's since it's during NFL season, right? Because it's gonna it's it's not happening over summer. It's happening during the winter because they're the World Cup's in Qatar and it's gonna end during the summer. It's like 120 degrees there, so the World Cup is gonna be from you know mid November to to mid December. Uh, that's right smack during NFL season, Thanksgiving, that type of stuff, and because of the time to the time zone difference, like like the first game of the day is gonna start at like seven in the morning. Eastern, seven Eastern, and even and, and and a lot of times the games aren't on at the same time unless it's the last last uh, group stage game. So you're gonna get you're gonna get something like a, a game at seven, a game at ten. And these are Eastern times. A game at seven, a game at ten, and, and and a game at one, all split apart. With the obviously you don't get the starting lineups until an hour before uh, kickoff. So it's like, what do those slates look like? Do you have to get up for a seven o'clock lock? Six o'clock in the morning, just to get the 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 head start on the starting lineups. Like, like how much participation is there going to be? There's going to be more, sure. Yes, it's the World Cup. I get it, but uh, but how much more? Especially when the slates will look like that. So I think a lot. I think the showdown slates may be popular. I could see the, I could see them doing that. I could see I could see DraftKings run, running a, a smaller classic slate, but then going going much harder on the showdown. So I think I think the the showdown soccer is going to be be uh, good. I, I'm going to like I'm going to like the last group stage game because that's when you know two uh, the entire group has to play at the same time just so that no one has an advantage of knowing the result over you know the the other result of the other game. So you'll get you'll get at least two games at the same time. So you may get like 10 o'clock a.m. There's two games and then at 1 a 1 p.m. There's two games. So you can have a nice four game slate even though you still have that gap. We still, you're not sure about the starting lineups, but at least a, f- a four game slate over that time frame may be a little bit easier for for casual players. Uh, let's see. Nico Joy, do you think soccer cash lobbies are too sharp? Yes, they're not. I mean, not that they're not too sharp for me, right? But they're too star- sharp in general. You have to be really good in soccer DFS if you if you're going to play cash games. Maybe at the lower stake. I can't play anything under $5. So I don't know what it looks like at the $1 and the $3 level. But at the $5 and up level, like, like, dude, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure anyone has an edge over the rake. I'm not even sure. Right. I post, I post my head to head. You can, you, you can take my head to heads now up to 215 bucks if you want. Right. A lot of times they don't sell. They're there for the random schmucks to take. Right. Every once in a while. Yeah. I'll, I'll do, I'll play against so much sharper players, but most of the time, they they go unsold or you know they randomly taken or something like that. Uh, no, soccer cash games are are, are very sharp because you're dealing with you're dealing with specialists, which I I I used to be a spot, soccer specialist, right? I played soccer DFS exclusively for a year and a half, and I've been playing regularly what for seven years, especially those formats, right? The cash formats, the small field GPP type of formats. That's that's what I do in soccer. So so yeah, very 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 sharp. So at the lo- at, at the lower stakes, I'm not sure though, right? I can't I can't see them. I can't see it, so I don't know. James Aguirre asks, "Hey Jordan, do you think finishing dead last in a contest is as impressive as winning it? No, because you could just you could just not enter a, a lineup. I could I could easily finish dead last tonight in MLB. I'll just I'll just play all minor leaguers in my lineup. They got right. They're still they still got minor leaguer in in in." I can play relief pitchers. I can play injured starting pitchers. You know, coming in last isn't that isn't that hard? It's pretty difficult to it. You know, if you were intentionally coming in, it's very easy. I can I can beat you in low ball as long as there's no requirement on playing players that are actually going to play. Getting a zero is quite easy. Chris Clark asks, "Who's in a better position at wide receiver ever after losing their number one?" I have no idea. Why are you ask me football questions? I have no idea. What does it matter? What does it matter? What it, it, it how, how does that help me win a daily fantasy sports? How how will that help me on 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 the first NFL slate? I don't I don't know. Doesn't matter to me. 
Really, it really doesn't matter. You have to, you have to understand. I play DFS as a game, right? To me, this is the, this is the same thing as playing Settlers of Catan, or or uh, you know, if you're playing uh, the out of the park baseball, right? The the simulation game or Football Manager, right? Or anything, a board game, any anything you want. You're playing Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, whatever. It's to me, I view DFS the same exact way. To me, the players are just the just the pieces, just the things that we play with. Once you get attached numbers to them, like, what does it matter to me? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to me. Who does well this season? Who cares? I hope I do well. I hope I personally do well. I hope I profit a lot of money, right? That's what I care about. What's C17? Can you go over tomorrow's soccer slate the same way you would do with an MMA on Fighting Fridays, however brief? Well, I mean, obviously, soccer is not necessarily based around, you know, lineup combinations. It's a lot of times in MMA because it's, you know, a select player pool. We're not we're not dealing with who do you think is going to win fights. It's a matter of how do I build more unique lineups than than the rest of the field. So going over the soccer slate is more you know more strategic. I would suggest I would suggest uh, signing up for Roto Grinders Premium. We have uh, we have soccer projections, so you get our soccer projections and there you know uh, Fear My Turtle, Alex Alex Harden and uh, and Sean Newsom. They do our soccer stuff. They have tags in there. They have everything. So just you know, use use our soccer projections, and uh, and yeah. So sign up Roto Grinders, get uh, get uh, ten dollars off your your first month. Click on that link in the description. That's what I would suggest as a starting point, at least. Oh, let's see, Uncrabby Cabby. Hey Jordan, is a lineup sorter going to be part of your new tools? If so, how many will be you'll be able to sort through? So yes, what we're what we're calling the portfolio trimmer is essentially a lineup sorter. So you'll be, you'll be, I showed it off earlier this week and I'll, obviously I'll, I'll show it off next week as well. When, it, when they officially come out is that, yeah, you'll be able to in, basically you input your projections, right? Or where, wherever you could, what Roto-Grinders projections, you know, you export and you just cut, you cut and paste the projections in into the Excel file, right? And then you cut and paste whatever number of lineups. And I've, I've tested it with 500 or 600, right? You probably do more. It, you could do as many as you want. It's just a matter of how long Excel, it will take in Excel. You you could probably input 50,000 lineups, but you're probably going to be waiting around for a minute or two for it to calculate everything in 50,000 lineups. But uh, but even on just a 300 build, like I've done a 300 build in lineup HQ and cut it and pasted it in and, it, and, it, and it, within what? A, Friday, you know, a second? A half a second? It, it goes quick. It, you put it in, and then it goes, and then... Everything, all, all the information about each lineup shows. So you'd be able to sort through all that. So you could put in 300 lineups, right? And it'll show you the, the the total median projection of each lineup, the floor projection of each lineup, the ceiling projection of each lineup, and the total uh, ownership of each lineup. And it'll even be color-coded. So, right, the green ones are the highest, the red ones are the lowest, you know, kind of a scale like that. And then you could sort by anything. You could sort by... You know, salary, it'll show you the salary of the lineup. It'll show you, it'll show you in, the information about the lineups. And then you could sort and select in any way that you want. I want I want to eliminate lineups that have a salary less than 40,000. Okay, you could do that. I want to see the top lineups based on this. You could do that. I want, I want to eliminate the ones that have lower than an 80-point projection. You could do that. You could trim based on that. Or you could trim based on the proportion of, of total projection, medium projection to total ownership. So very similarly to what we do, you know, in, in lineup HQ of eliminating the lineups that are lower projected, but higher owned than the lineup above it. So I've, I've shown, shown doing that in, in lineup HQ manually, but imagine do, doing that for more than 20 lineups. Imagine doing that for 300 lineups. You could do it manually. It'll take you five or six minutes. Right, to go and scroll. This lineup, okay, this lineup doesn't beat that lineup. This lineup doesn't beat line. X, 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 delete, 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 delete. You could do that. But imagine b- building multiple 300 lineup sets and go, I want to try these types of lineups. So that's types of lineups. And these types of constructions. Maybe you put together 1,500 lineups. Well, you'll be able to just cut and paste each of them, right? Put them in, you know, 300 and then the next 300 and then, they, you know, in one long in one long list and then sort all of them. And then if you want out of the 1500, just say, I just want to trim out the ones that are lower, that are lower projected and higher owned. So maybe that, that 1500 lineups that you make of different constructions, 
comes all the way down to like 38 lineups, right? That all where the project, when the projection is higher, the next best lineup in projection is lower owned also. And then you can see the difference between the lineups of like how much projection you're losing versus how much ownership you're losing. And then just cut out, cut out the ones in, in the middle if you want. And then you could see out of the 1500 lineups, you're down to, you're down to uh, 38 lineups and it, it may have different constructions because you did 300 lineups with this construction, 300 lineups with that construction. Like you did five man stacks, four man stacks, four, three, four, one, one, one lineups, three, three, two lineups. And then you see out of the 38 lineups, maybe, maybe you have, uh, you know, maybe 20 of them are five threes. Maybe eight of them are five X's. Maybe two of them are four threes. Maybe like, so you don't just have to build one type of lineup in lineup HQ and, uh, and then go, go with that. You could, you could have multiple types of lineups and then be able to sort and trim them from there. Then once you're down with, once you have those lineups, then you cut and paste and you put them in your DraftKings file and you go there, there, there's the lineups that I want. Actually, what you would do after that more useful is take those lineups. Let's say you're down to 38 lineups and then you take the 38 lineups and put it into our portfolio correlation matrix. Okay. Sounds fancy, but it's not that fancy. You cut and paste those lineups, and it doesn't matter the projection or anything like that. All it's going to do is show you how correlated one player is to another player in the same lineup. So out of the 38 lineups, maybe on this slate, you have uh, Garrett Cole, and they'll say, oh, at 38 lineups, you have Garrett Cole in 36 lineups. And out of those 36 lineups, 18 of them have Mike Miner in. Right, so the correlation between Garrett Cole and Mike Miner is 0.5. Right, half your line, half your half your Cole lineups have Miner. So you could even check to see. It's like if I do all this trimming, like kind of what do I what do my exposures look like, and what players you know are 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 more correlated or paired or correspondent to other players, and maybe out of the 38 line, maybe you're just looking to play 20 out of the lineups anyway. You're playing a 20 max. And you go through and you go, oh, okay, out of all these lineups, like three of these lineups look almost exactly the same. They're just like a 1v1, right? And you go, do I have to play all three? No, okay, I'm going to eliminate these other two. But you wouldn't know that without looking at the portfolio correlation matrix and go, yeah, I have too many lineups that have Cole and Miner together. Actually, I have lineups that have Cole, Miner, and these this stack together. And I go, okay, let me eliminate two of them. Okay, which ones should I eliminate? Well, maybe, maybe, maybe you eliminate the ones that have the lower ceiling at that point. You go, okay, clip, clip. Now you're down to 36 lines. And you can do it, all of that. You can do all that in Excel. And once you're done with that, then, uh, then there you go. Cut and paste those lineups into your DraftKings entry CSV and you, you're good. Up to, up to the races. And then once they're in your DraftKings entry CSV, you could actually go back and go into the Roto Grinders entries manager and put them, put them back in lineup HQ. Right? And then maybe once they're in lineup HQ, then you decide to manually change something or maybe run differently. Maybe, maybe you add lineups, Maybe you could, you could do that. So you have Excel open, you have a lineup HQ open and it gets a lot more efficient, a lot more efficient, a lot more, and a lot more precise. So you won't be stuck in, in situations where you're using, you're using the lineup builder improperly and getting all the, getting a lot of clumping, right? Or you're setting exposures without realizing that you have so many, so many of the same players in similar lineups or not realizing how less diverse or more diverse you, you are. So the, these tools will, will help you help you with that. And then cut out the lineups that, that you don't want, right. And you just simply don't want in a much easier manner in bulk that you could use with more than 300 lineups. That's what I said. 3000 line. You want to do it with 3000 lineups? Go be my guest, right? You can't, you can't even do that in a lineup HQ. I mean, technically, I mean, it, it's possible to, if we allowed you to do it, we could, but if we allow, if we allow, if we allow people to build 15,000 lineups at once, then that half an hour before lock, the site's going to be very slow because we have, you know, thousands of users at Roto Grinders using the same tool. So while 150 is the max, we figure 300, 300 is useful enough. And typically it is, okay? Tip, typically you're not, typically you're not, you're not building 15,000 lineups, okay? 300 is good enough. But you could use this and go, let me build several 300 sets and then then cut and paste them into Excel and then work with them there. Uh, let's see. 
Travis Selby, can you export FanDuel CSV results? Well, of your own entries, sure, but not of the contests. FanDuel doesn't offer contest CSVs, which is insane. It's 2022 and they don't. But of course, you know, they can't even title their contest correctly. So who knows? Who knows if that'll ever happen? That'll probably never happen. MJC, do you typically like the strategy of including a bring back in most of your NFL stacks? Ah, here's a stupid Saturday question. That there's no there's no correct answer to that. It depends on the lineup. Okay. How how does that affect? That's a correlation question. How much is the correlation worth? And how much sacrifice and projection and leverage and anything else do you have to give in order to get that? That's what matters. Okay, it's not simply a bring back, you know, quarterback and two wide receivers and then the opposing wide receiver. The opposing wide receiver is correlated. Not an R of one, an R of what? Point could be 0.15, 0.23. Correlated, but not like absurdly correlated. That you get a little, you get maybe an extra point boost, an extra point at two, right? Something like that. Okay. But if you're, let's say you're bring back for whatever price, it's median, their median projection is 10. And for the same price, you could put in a one-off wide receiver that has a median projection of 28. Like I'm just making a very extreme example, just so you get the point. Which player would you rather have? I'd rather have the 28-point projected player, right? I'd rather have the extra 18 median projected points than having the, the, the point two R correlation of the opposing wide receiver. Is it worth 18 points in median projection? Probably not. Now, let's say instead of 28, the other the other player's median was 10.5. Yet the bring back, the, what, the median projection was 10. Is that half a point worth the correlation? Yeah, probably. In that lineup, sure. Okay, I get it. It's probably worth more than half a point. So if I had to choose between having a that bring back or that player in that lineup, I'd, I'd, I'd use the bring back. So it's not blindly just building lineups that are like, oh, every lineup must have a a wide receiver. It's like, well, if you're playing a low projected team, let's say you're you're building a stack, a low owned, whatever, lion stack or something like that, that is from a point per dollar perspective, pretty poor projection wise. Like, oh, but I'm going to have a bring back. It's like, now you're lowering your projection even more. Right? Maybe it's maybe it's worth it in, in those lineups to raise your projection, especially since you're already playing low owned players, probably in the in the main stack. So you probably don't you may not you may not even need any extra leverage. So the ownership's not even gonna matter. And you go, okay, once I once I have this quarterback and two wide receivers, do I do I further lower my projection to include a bring back wide receiver? Or do I just play do I just play the best plays? Right. Let's say you put in, you plug in the best plays, and your total total uh, lineup projection is 140. And if you don't play the best the best plays in the rest of your lineup, and you have a bring back or something like that, your total projection is 122, 126, whatever. You have to determine whether or not the 14 points is worth that correlation. It probably isn't. I'm telling you that. Right. That, that's why I made an extreme example. Probably isn't. So you could probably build better lineups than the ones that have a bring back in those scenarios. Yet in other scenarios, you, you could. That's, that's how you play DFS. There's no correct answer. If I can answer, if I can answer a question with a yes or a no, or give you an exact number, then it's not a good question. Like, so always think of that. If you're going to go, okay, should I do blah, 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 blah. And if it's like, can someone answer the question with a yes or with a no, or with an exact number. If that's the case, the answer, the actual answer to that question is it depends. Okay. Now, obviously, there are very extreme cases where I can answer yet. Should I should I play, should I play all injured players that that uh, in my line? Like, should I play all injured players that are never going to get any any time on the field? Right. People that are suspended for the season. Should I do that in my lineup? Like, probably no. Right. But that is that no isn't a hundred percent of the time. Right. There are probably situations in showdown contests where the only way to fit this certain combination of players is by playing this $200 player that's not playing. And even even with their zero, 
that lineup ends up winning. So even then, even then, that's not even like like a hard yes. Probably you don't play the entire lineup full of injured players, okay? That's probably. But, I mean, you never know. Maybe you're playing a format that uh, rewards, rewards that. I don't know. But most of the time, yes, no, exact number type of things are always it depends. <sighs> Jason Sneller says, last night I made a group with Schwarber and Nola at, at one, two. So that means a min of one and a max of two. So I would get at least one of them in all my lineups, but I kept getting a group at the bottom that had neither. Yeah, because you're not telling you're 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 it you're not telling the the lineup builder said you want at least one or two. Well, based on your player pool and the salary constraints and the positional constraints, can it even build those lineups? So maybe you're you're you you're forcing something else in that's that's conflicting. With that, you can't say like, I want Schwarber, like like, Schwarber was expensive, right? 6K yesterday, Nola was like 10.8. If you're like, well, I also want uh, uh, 90% exposure to these 17 other expensive players. Well, then how the hell is it ever going to fit either Schwarber or Nola into those lineups? You can't get 90% because you run out of salary or it's a position thing, right? That's what, that's the typical issue there. That you're putting in some other conflicting setting that's that it gets to gets to build all the lineups it possibly can with either Schwarber or Nola or both, and then it fails. And then it's just like, uh, I can't do this anymore with these other instructions that you've given me. So either I stop building lineups, right? This is what it's thinking, if it if it could think. Like you want me to build a hundred lineups, but based on your thing, I'm getting to like the 80th lineup and I can't do it anymore. The only way for me to not do this anymore is to not include Schwarber and Nola in a lineup. And then I then I could continue. And that's that's pretty much what it's doing. I'm assuming. I don't know the exact, I don't I don't know the exact thing. There are a lot, there are a lot of settings. There are a lot of things you could do with a lineup builder like lineup HQ. So unless I saw the the actual usage, it's it's almost always, almost always when you get into situations like that. It is 99.9% of the time user error, okay? Just to, just to let you know. You forgot something, you have a conflicting thing, you have said there's some, something you're doing that's causing it. It's extremely rare for it to be, oh, the, 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 the back end of the lineup builder is screwing up. Sometimes that does happen. Sometimes sometimes there are glitches, right? Sometimes the, the you know, projections don't come in. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, a parsing error, which causes like, one of the players to have like a 186 point ceiling. And now you're using true range randomness and you don't know why you're get you're like, why am I getting 7 million percent of this guy? Even though his median projection is low, for some odd reason, his ceiling projection is just, it's just like a parsing error in the projection, right? Something happens like that. That's, that's a, de- that's actually a data error, not a functional error of the, of the, of the software. So looking into that, why is that happening? But typically those types of ha- things happening. If you're, if you say you want, 40% of this guy and 20% of that guy. And you want to do that. And you want three unique players and this like that. At some point, these things are going to be very conflicting. It's going to get to a certain point. It's like, I cannot give you 20% of this player with these other build rules. I can give you 12, right? I can build up to those amount of lineups, but I can't go any further because you want things that are impossible mathematically. Scorpio McScorp says, on what day did you preview the sorting tool? Probably Monday or Tuesday, I think. The beta version of it, the beta. James James is working on the final versions. So I've just been showing off kind of like the beta first draft. Maybe not the first draft, but like the second draft type of stuff. Because I've been testing it, right? Because essentially I'm testing and going, I think we need to include this. Or I think this needs to be clearer. I think this needs to be that this needs to be moved there and that needs to be moved here. Or we need to add this button there or something like that. That's what I'm doing. And then James is fixing all of that and putting everything together. So it's... It's much more clear and consistent and easy and simple to use. It should be as simple to use as just cutting and paste your projections, cutting and paste your lineups, and then everything else could be done, you know, by use of a button. By uh, clear this, run that, select this, sort that, and you're good. So you don't need to have, like, you know, you, you could have barely ever used Excel and still be like, okay, this, I, I could do this. Because we can make this in ways that if you're if you're if you are more experienced in Excel, 
are a little bit more streamlined, a little bit more streamlined. Like we can put all the tools in one Excel file and then just have it all be tabs and have it all interact with one another. But that can get confusing for if, if you're not you if you're not used to dealing with Excel, you'd be clicking around going, I don't know what is what. So we've kind of separated everything. So if you want to take a look at that, you could do so uh, these past couple of days on the DFS pregame show. And uh, if you want to a- ask any more questions, as you, I mean, obviously you could show up any day to this show. I'm always here. Uh, you could join our, uh, our, our Roto Grinders Discord. Tonight I will be doing a short uh, coaching session uh, and on, via Zoom. If you're if you're a member of that channel, so sign up for Roto Grinders Premium. Click on that link in the description. Get ten dollars off your first month, and uh, feel free to go and get the. If you haven't already, it's been out for over a little over two years. Get the Fundamentals Masterclass, the Theory of Daily Fantasy Sports. 15 hours of audio. How to think like a professional DFS player. The concepts, how to have that mindset, right? What do these things mean? How do you, that's why someone asked me before about the, the wide receiver position for the Chiefs or the Packers. No, that's not how you play DFS, right? That, that may be factored in some type of projection model or something like that, but that in and of itself... Doesn't do you any good. If you knew, if you knew that information, you probably still wouldn't be, you still still wouldn't be profitable in DFS. Learn how to play the game of DFS. So go to theoryofdfs.com. Pick that up before uh, before the advanced course comes out. Should be on should be on Monday. I'm not promising Monday, but it'll be Monday or Tuesday. I'm finishing up. I I, I have a bunch of recording to do, which I will be doing today and uh, over the weekend. And uh, we'll be ironing out the tools and coming out with that on on Monday. And uh, and be aware if you if you have purchased uh, the, the the first course, right? How to think like a professional DFS player, the Theory of Daily Fantasy Sports. Uh, you will you, for a short period of time you will you will get a discount on the advanced course. And that that discount code that 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 the way to do that will will arrive in your email. So if you if you sign if you signed up. Whatever you, whatever email you signed up with for uh, the Theory of Daily Fantasy Sports, the the first course, uh, you will you you should get it Monday or Tuesday whenever it comes out. You will get an email with with a promo code with a, with a fair, fairly significant discount. But it's uh, it's only available for a short time. Can't can't leave that up forever because then people just you know oh here's the code and people that have never purchased the first first course just share it and next thing you know, next thing you know, people are people are you know not valuing. The product. I don't, I don't do many. I don't, I really, I rarely, rarely do discounts. Rarely. So it's not the type of thing. So don't treat it like the type of thing where it's like, oh, if I don't buy now, they'll all, every month there'll be some like, oh, it's a, it's the fall discount. It's the Halloween discount. Oh, it's NFL playoff discount. Like I don't do that. Right. Every once in a while. And sometimes it's a, just a very small discount, but very, it's, it's, it's either worth it or it's not. Right. What's going to matter? Like the, the theory of daily fantasy, but this first course is 125 bucks. Uh, if, if it was $115, does that make it better? No. So it's like, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to pay for it unless I can get $10 off. Well, I don't blame you for one. I mean, why wouldn't you? If you're like, oh, if I could get $10 off, why? Of course. Yeah. Flip a coupon. No problem. I get it. But the difference between 115 and 125, what does it matter? It's worth, I think it's worth this. Many people say it's worth double, triple this. So that's how I know. That's how I know I'm doing. I'm doing well, I did, right? So what's the point in discounting? To say, oh no, today it's half off. Well, how about all the other people? How about all the other people beforehand that bought it for full price? What do they think? Oh my God! No, I'm not going to do that. So if you want it, you get it. If you think it's too expensive, then don't get it. There you go. I have no problem. I'm not going to cry any tears for that. I the the with. The new course with the tools. Remember, you're getting these Excel tools that if, you, if you've never used Excel or you're not good at Excel, good luck making yourself because it's stuff I can't even do myself, right? And I'm not that bad in Excel. I have basic stuff in Excel. The stuff James could do, I, I can't I can't do that. I can't do the stuff he does. So that in and of itself, to me, that in and of itself is worth like three times the amount. Like I'd, pr- I'd, probably, I'd probably pay James. Like the, the reason why these tools are being made are kind of like these are the tools that I want, right? I can't do this well, so can you please make it for me? I'd probably if if, if James were to make them just for me, I'd probably pay him a thousand bucks, easily, probably more, for just these tools. Okay, 
And you're going to get that for significantly much more less than that. So it's like, to me, like price is an issue. If you're looking for discounts, you look for handouts, you know, you're not going to get any, but, but I understand. I, I, I have loyalty. I have loyalty to the people that have, uh, that have supported me by put purchasing, uh, the first course, right? It doesn't go to a big corporate entity or anything like that. This all goes to me and James. So even, even if you just went, Oh, I've been listening and watching this stuff for two, three, four years. And here's a, here's a way for uh, me saying, thank you. Like, I don't, Hey, that's great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Right. This, this allows me to continue to do this type of content, right? Because I don't need to have a regular, I need to, I don't need to, I don't need to teach special ed like Mr. Richard. Right. I get to do this throughout the day because of, because of this recurring income. So I appreciate it. So I, I want to say thank you, at least for a short time. I want to say thank you for a short time by giving you that discount. So look in your email. If you purchase this first course, look in the, look in your email, look in your spam folder. And just in case I don't send many emails, right? I don't just bombard marketing messages, right? You know, if, if you're on the customer list or whatever, but you, you'll, you'll get that discount. You'll get an announcement. Oh, it's, it's, it's up. It's released. And then you'll get another mail. That's like, Hey, Hey dude. Hey, how you doing? And he's like, Hey, Hey, here's this discount code. You get, you know, you're going to get $45 off. So here you're going to get $45 off. Use this, but you got to use it within the next week. Right. And there you go. So you'll get that. Okay. So hit those thummy thumbs, thummy thumbs on your way out the door. Hit that subscribe button. If you're new here. Right, we got a baseball slate coming up today. It's a pretty big one, right? Oh no, very big one. Whoa, geez. Okay, I think it's uh, all fifteen games, maybe. Okay, and we'll be tonight. Uh, they'll be covering that later today, five o'clock Eastern on the uh, Grinders Live. Then followed by Crunch Time, leading you right up until lock. There's got to be weather going on today, right? There's got to be weather stuff. Let's take a look. So many games. Let's see how much Roth has to do. Oh, not much. Boston. I think Boston may be the only one. Okay, Roth is going to have an easy time with so, so many games. Okay, so tune in for that later in the day. And then uh, then I'll be back Monday. James will be back Monday. And hopefully, hopefully, when we come back Monday at 11 o'clock in the morning, the advanced course will be out. And we could go through some of the tools, talk to James on how he developed some of them, and uh, and, and go from there. And then then, then I'll, be, I'll be gone a little bit next week, right? I'll be going up to Chicago. And then we'll be back and it'll just be NFL all the time. It's going to be so, so much NFL. It's going to make you want to vomit. It's going to at least make me want to vomit. Because so, at some point you're like, can we stop talking about NFL? Like you, you analyze it to the point of stupidity that then you start, start galaxy braining. It's like, well, if you're thinking of that and then you're thinking of this and then your brain explodes. So, but I'll, but, but I'll be there with all your NFL needs. Tons of shows coming up. So subscribe, subscribe to the channel, subscribe to Roto Grinders. And uh, I'll see you back next week answering your DFS strategy questions like I always do on the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com. 